In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. Welcome back to Sunday Setup, the weekly podcast show that prepares you for the readings you'll hear at Mass this Sunday. This weekend is the final Sunday of the liturgical year and is known as the Solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe, or Christ the King Sunday for short. To understand our first reading, we have to really understand what we call the Babylonian exile. It's a really big deal in the Old Testament because it was a big deal in the life of Israel. We'll talk about it repeatedly through the coming episodes, but here's the short version of the story. Just after 600 BC, the people of Babylon, the Babylonians, invaded the land of Israel. They forced a large group of Israelites living in Jerusalem to relocate to Babylon and live with them rather than in their city of Jerusalem. This was very difficult and heartbreaking. Imagine being suddenly uprooted from wherever you live now. This heartbreaking moment when the Israelites lived away from Jerusalem is called the Babylonian captivity. Ezekiel was a priest who was part of this group forced out of Jerusalem to live in Babylon. His book contains many wild visions and actions, but in the particular chapter of our first reading this weekend, he's saying that God became angry with the priests in charge of the Israelites because of their bad conduct. But after establishing that, then he provides hope. That's exactly where our first reading begins. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will look after and tend my sheep. Just as a shepherd gathers his sheep, the Lord God is going to corral all of Israel back together and bring them back to their own land, Jerusalem. Ezekiel's message is one full of hope, especially to a people still living in that cloudy and dark time that the passage mentions as an allusion to the Babylonian exile. Just as understanding our first reading meant looking at the preceding verses, so too we must look at the preceding verses of our second reading. In the 15th chapter of St. Paul's first letter to the Corinthians, he says in verse 12, How can some among you say there is no resurrection of the dead? After making this statement, St. Paul spends seven verses playing out a sort of hypothetical situation. It's as if he's saying, okay, let's entertain the thought of there actually being no resurrection. He says, if the dead are not raised, then Christ is not raised. And then in a famous verse, he says, consequently, if for this life only we have hoped in Christ, we are the most pitiable people of all. Right after making that statement, then the next verse is the first verse of our second reading this weekend. Brothers and sisters, Christ has been raised from the dead. It should be said almost with an emphatic contrast to what has preceded it. In our passage, Paul uses two metaphors. The first is of the harvest, and the second is of the military. A brief word on each. First, the first fruits that Paul mentions were a portion of a farmer's new crop. The farmer did so with hope that God would also provide the remainder of the crop. Paul's first metaphor is this. Just as a farmer offers fruits fruits and God will generously give him the remainder, so too Jesus has been offered as the first fruits with hope in the promise that God will provide for the remainder of the resurrection. Second, St. Paul uses all sorts of military language in this passage as well. When he says, each one in proper order, he's using a military term that refers to a soldier's rank in the army. He's saying that Jesus has preceded all of us in the resurrection because he is of a higher rank or order. He continues the military language with phrases like handing over a kingdom, destroying every sovereignty, and the last enemy to be destroyed. Lastly, we have the gospel. 
the sheep and the goats. In my mind, to think of a typical goat and a typical sheep as, as being quite different. And yet, in reality, sheep are not as predominantly white and fluffy as what we might think of when we're counting them and trying to sleep. Some sheep are brown, and others have real dark patches, so that at times only a shepherd's practiced eye can distinguish between sheep and goats. And true to the story, a shepherd would actually have to separate them at night, since goats need to be kept warm while a sheep can sleep in the open field. Jesus is using this image to paint a scene of judgment. Much of it borrows upon imagery from a scene in the book of Daniel. Yet here's the interesting thing. Jesus says that all the nations will be assembled before the Son of Man. And perhaps when we think of this, we think of all the people in the world. And yet this same word for nations in Greek is used frequently in Matthew's gospel to specifically speak of the Gentiles, that is, non-Jews. This description of judgment given to us by Jesus, therefore, specifically describes the judgment of Gentiles. And by contrast, the least brothers of mine stands for the Christians. The Gentiles are being judged by the Son of Man by the way in which they treated the Christians, the least brothers of mine. This helps to make sense of the action verbs included in the passage. Those who are hungry and thirsty and welcomed and clothed and ill and in prison, all of these would have described the Christians, and specifically the missionaries that Gentiles would have interacted with. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this week, Christ the King Sunday of Year A. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.